Thank you for listening to the Starburns Audio Podcast Network. We have so many great comedy shows to add to your playlist. Just last week on Starburns Audio, on Gilbert Gottfried's Amazing Colossal Podcast, Gilbert and Frank are joined by the legendary Alan and Adam Arkin. On The Untold Hour, Jessica Chobot and Andrew Bowser are joined by Connor Gosell, the man behind the Haunted Historian Instagram account. On Small Doses, Amanda Seals is going full cancer season this week, talking about the side effects of feelings. This week on Profiles and Eccentricity, an interview with Bill & Ted creators Chris Matheson covering his new book, His Famous Father, and Time Travel's Most Excellent Adventurers. On That Black Ass Show, W. Kamau Bell, writer, comedian, and host of CNN's United Shades of America, joins Dulce Sloan in celebrating Spike Lee's 1992 film, Malcolm X. Search Starburns Audio on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or any podcast platform for a full list of our shows, featuring hosts like Shane Moss, Miss Pat, and the Scholar Brothers. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Starburns Audio. Enjoy the show, and remember, stay safe, stay healthy, and keep laughing. Hey, I'm Andy. If you don't know me, it's probably because I'm not famous. But I did start a men's grooming company called Harry's. The idea for Harry's came out of a frustrating experience I had buying razor blades. Most brands were overpriced, overdesigned, and out of touch. At Harry's, our approach is simple. Here's our secret. We make sharp, durable blades and sell them at honest prices for as low as $2 each. We care about quality so much that we do some crazy things, like buy a world-class German blade factory. Obsessing over every detail means we're confident in offering a 100% quality guarantee. Millions of guys have already made the switch to Harry's, so thank you if you're one of them. And if you're not, we hope you give us a try with this special offer. Get a Harry starter set with a five-blade razor, weighted handle, shave gel, and a travel cover. All for just three bucks, plus free shipping. Just go to harrys.com and enter 8989 at checkout. That's harrys.com, code 8989. Enjoy! You're listening to Comedy Central. Hey, this is Brian Moses, and this is the Roast Battle Podcast. I'm your host, along with Pat Barker. What up, Pat? What's up, Moses? Coach T, as always. Yeah, how you doing, man? <laughs> and the Roastmaster General is Jeff joining us. Jeff Ross. Hello, everybody. What up, baby? Uh, today we're talking about Alex Young versus Robin Tran, and then the big main event, Yamanika versus Jamar Neighbors. Great battles. Mm, wow. Crazy the, night. The battles we had, and... A lot of this is from the fans. The people listening to the hardcore shit like this podcast are the best feedback that we get about who should battle and what makes a great battle. So first off, like I think I should thank all the real fans out there for 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 letting us know, you know, through social media, through the podcasts and just our ratings were like gold for our mm. premiere. So thank you all. Thank you for watching. Bottom of my alleged heart. <laughs> <laughs> we had great battles. Uh, you want to walk us through it? Yeah. Later in the podcast, we'll have uh, Jamar Neighbors talking about his battle. Also, Robin Tran is joining us to talk about her battle versus Alex Young. Yeah, that was one of the best battles. We're gonna uh, and we're gonna play a battle, right, Pat? Yeah, we got we got uh, we got footage coming up. You're gonna hear a little bit of those two battles. You're gonna hear some earlier belly room stuff from both Robin and Jamar. Uh, but first, guys, just Robin versus Alex was 
an outstanding battle. I mean, from top to bottom, from the entrances to the actual fight, uh, it, it was one of my favorite battles of the entire run. Yeah, Jeff kept calling it the uh, the Vietnam conflict. <laughs> <laughs> ended up being an all-out war. This is two Vietnamese comedians. Uh, when do you see one Vietnamese comedian? Somehow two <laughs> got involved with roast battle. It really shows something about the DNA of the battlers. They come from war-torn co- villages, and yeah. it makes you tough. Alex is from Dallas. Calm down. <laughs> no, his people came from over there, though. And also uh, Robin Tran, who just keeps getting better and better at this. She's... She was okay in the beginning. She's always an interesting target, obviously. She's transgender. But she's also one of the tightest joke writers. Absolutely. Yeah, 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 Her yeah. shit kills me. Yeah. Like, And she does it with that sort of, like, deadpan. I hate that word because you don't really know what that means. But, you know, she's just barely opening her mouth, barely looking at the person and just side-eye with their mouth, right. like, crushes yeah. people. Yeah. So, you know... Amazing, amazing battle. Yeah. It was really good. She flipped the switch like four or five battles ago. I know Coach has alluded to it before. Yeah. There was there was a moment where she said to me, she uh, I remember her saying, she goes, I don't know how to do rebuttals. And I was like, just write down, I may be transgender, but right. and go from there. And she really, <laughs> like three battles ago, figured it out. And now she is like. She's unstoppable. She's fully utilizing you know she that was. as a weapon. Yeah. Good advice. Yeah. She ended up losing on that? She ended up losing that battle. It was one of those battles where I felt that everyone was a winner because it just felt so good. 100%. I mean, it, it awesome. could have went to overtime. Yeah, it was it was fucking great. Uh, who, else was, uh, who else was on that episode? In the main event, we had Jamar Neighbors versus Yamanika Saunders. Mm. Uh, this was this was all below the poverty line, this battle. <laughs> you know, it on, was Jamar man. Neighbors from Compton, California. Yamanika from Baltimore, The Wire. Yeah. So it was a lot of fun. You heard a lot of... Uh, a lot of bitches and niggas said in this episode. With aggression. With aggression, yeah. But it felt like there was love involved with both of that? them. Why, why is the N-word the default? I, I'm fine with white people not saying it. Obviously, I'm fine with it. But what I'm not fine with is constantly hearing it if I'm not allowed to say it. Because now I want to repeat Jamar and Yamanika's jokes, and I can't. I can only say the they know. They either say it as the first word of the joke or the last word of the joke. So it kills the punchline or the setup. Yeah. Uh, actually, uh, let's play a clip, uh, a few jokes from Yamanika's battle with uh, Jamar Malachi Neighbors. Moses, tell them about the main event right now. Oh, this is how black people meet.com. Both of you know the rules. Who wants to go first? Fuck it, I'll go first. Yamanika, this bitch look like she got all big toes. Some of them, some of them piggies went to the market. Some of them had roast beef, and the rest of them had to have golden corral. jokes nigga from the black lagoon <laughs> Jamar's so black his mom didn't even know she was pregnant with his ass because he kept showing up as a tumor on the ultrasound <laughs> uh, 
Yamanika. Bitch, your name literally sounds like some ghetto-ass tires. Yo, we don't got no more Yokohamas, but we got these Yamanikas, too, for 20. And we're back with Jamar Neighbors, fresh off his battle with Yamanika Saunders. Jay, how you feel about that one? Great. Amazing. <laughs> A1. That funny bitch. <laughs> you did call her a bitch a lot in this battle. A lot, man. She called me a nigga a lot. So, but you were really aggressive about it, man. Cut. You know what it is? It's the energy. We just traded energy. Yeah, it Whoa. definitely was. Yeah, it felt yeah, like a, that's like a how, barbecue in, uh, in Watts. Yeah. <laughs> I swear to God, I was uh, I was talking about it after the battle, and I was like, "That's actually how that's actually how I would get out of get out of bitch like in the hood or something." <laughs> I was like, "Bitch, look at your arms!" <laughs> and she'd be like, "Nigga, look at your tape!" Like it was like a motherfucking yeah. So you feel real at home? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I'm glad it turned out like that. Yeah. Were you nervous before? Uh, like how it would look? Uh, a little bit, yeah, because I I thought. You Two know. black people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was all that. But then, like, once we got into it, I was like, oh. I was like, all right. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, as long as everybody's having a good time and nobody's. Yeah. Yeah. Super yeah. racist. Yeah. <laughs> that shit was fun, bro. That was, that was a, that's the best battle I think we've ever had on the TV series. Absolutely. I, I agree. Crazy energy, the whole, like, from the intros. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah, to, the, the, to the outfits, the Beyonce shit. Yeah, the Beyonce shit. Like then, you know, you had the jokes there too. It was, it was great. She, Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. She, it was like controlled chaos. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we we was talking about that too. We was like, uh, she was like, she was like, nigga, I was trying to step to you. She was like, but I was trying to look down at my mark at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, yeah, you got to be conscious, but you still want to be hood. Like, <laughs> 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 yeah, man. What was your favorite joke you said about her? Mm, I didn't even get to say it. Oh, shit. <laughs> Spit it. What, what was it? Uh, it was so simple. It was like, uh, Yamanika got a water bed and she's sleeping the deep end. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I have. Because <laughs> I thought we was going I, The way the battle was going, I thought we was going to go an extra jump. I did yeah, too. Same. I did too. I, <laughs> But she brought it, man. She did. She turned. She turned up. Yeah. She turned up. Yeah. yeah, yeah another yeah. level, it really was. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She, she yeah. called you like. What you call you a fake nigga or something like that? What was it? It was a bunch of niggas. It was so aggressive though. That's yeah. Always it. They, no, they matched energy, and then she she took it up because she was like offended, but then she was also like she was complimented to you a little bit. She got complimentative. I yeah. The most she got mad was when I threw it out here with that Martin Lawrence shit. Yeah. <laughs> she got she got mad. I saw it in her face. She's, what was that Martin Lawrence shit? I forgot that. I said uh, I said Martin Lawrence and drag has done more for big black oh, women in comedy than you ever will. Yeah. You might yeah. be close to home. Yeah. <laughs> she was like, nigga, you was molested. <laughs> He was like, you was molested. I was like, bitch, we was molested. <laughs> you look like the bitch that did it. Uh, yeah, and then she said, when I got molested, my molester came. Yeah. Uh, which is like was... a weird angle. <laughs> but it was it. funny. And uh, it's so funny because I said, um, I, knew, I I had a comeback for it. I, I, 
It wasn't even it wasn't even planned. I was like, uh, what did I say? I said, uh, I said, oh, bitch, you just mad. People been feeling me since I was five, right? <laughs> <laughs> and I and that shit, I didn't even I didn't even have that like in my repertoire. I just said that motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was a, it was a point where I was like, y'all can literally say anything, and we just gonna laugh. Oh, I was, <laughs> it was. You could have said anything. Yeah, she's the truth, man. I love that bitch. Oh man, I love you. My auntie was like. Uh, my auntie was like, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. She was like, but baby, don't call her no bitch. Call her a nigga. <laughs> you know, she was hilarious. <laughs> that was the advice? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> don't call her a bitch. Call her a nigga. Because yeah. that's better. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> you don't know? The Listen, I don't think the... You could say bitch, but nigga, you were saying bitch like... like like if I didn't know you, with emphasis. Man, if I didn't know you and I had a connection with you, I'd be like, "What is he doing?" But I, was, the shit was hilarious. Yeah, like you yeah, would yeah. defend her, right? No, you'd be like, "Is something going on up there?" Like it was, <laughs> it was, it was conflict. Yeah, yeah. Are those guys gonna be okay? <laughs> it, was, it was literally a dog fight. Like it was crazy. It was like, yeah, your first a Michael Vick dog. Your fight. first joke when your first joke landed, that was the big toes one, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I was like, "Oh, this is about to be on." Like this, let's go. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Nigga, I knew you was gonna try to light me up. Fat jokes. <laughs> I like the uh, the tire joke. The uh, oh, the, the we ain't got Yokohamas. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah, because it was funny because he, he said, punched it up himself. Y'all was beautiful. Because then yeah, because then uh, Nikki Glazer was judging, and she was like, because uh, Jamar's premise was your name is so hood or so stupid or something like that, and then Nikki was like, because your name is stupid, Yamanika. <laughs> yeah. And Jamar was like, I told you. <laughs> Yeah, no, that was good, man. Mm-hmm. I thought it was a good display of uh, black energy, I guess. It, it I guess. was. It didn't seem coonish, you know? It didn't feel like you was putting on for nobody. That That's another thing that yeah. I was like, that I was like, um, uh, that I was trying to be like, conscious. not that I had to be conscious, like not to be, you know, yeah. Yeah. but... I didn't know what people was expecting to see too, because they see me in the wave, mm-hmm. and that and that's where I get the coon, the coon, the, like people. Yeah. I get that a lot and shit. And then when they see me like turn up with the jokes, I'm like, no, nigga, I'm a real one. Like, yeah, I'm, like, yeah. I'm, like, I'm like, I can do this too, though. Yeah. You know, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, yeah. yeah, people don't know. Like, I was telling somebody, I was like, you know, Jamar's so talented, but he also he's he's a he's a student. You know, like, he's he's taking stuntman classes, he's taking clown classes. You know, he's teaching improv to kids. You know, he's he's a trained actor. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like he's he's all of that. So it's like you know, calling Macoon is so disrespectful because it's like he's he's calculated. Yeah, 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 very. <laughs> I, I got I got a question. I you did the wave all night, mm-hmm. and then you went and battled. Mm-hmm. Like I was up in the green room, and everybody's pacing around, running their jokes a thousand times. Some you didn't Bo have Jack- that luxury. You Bo were Jackson working shit. all night, and then you had to step on stage. Did that fuck you up at all? A, a, a little bit. I was um, I was talking to um, I was talking to say I was actually talking to Sayers about that shit. Because uh, he asked the same thing, I was like, um, I was like, yeah, man, fuck, man, I gotta, I gotta worry about Willie doing this Michael Jackson thing. I gotta run up there, wrestle this motherfucking tiger. I gotta, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta keep the audience going. Then I gotta remember five jokes plus three comebacks, and yeah. I'm like, yeah, yeah. But uh, Jay Light, Jay Light, let me run. Jay Light, let me run my jokes on him like, uh, like, like, like a good amount of times though, but. The good, the good thing about it is, um, I wrote my jokes on a big ass cardboard piece of paper, mm-hmm. and I had them all set up like in my crib and shit. So I was, I was, I was studying them and shit. So I had them kind of like lined up. But I know what you're saying, like all the information I was getting and shit, plus to remember my jokes was. And you had to be on set all day. Yeah. I think your call time yesterday was like mine. Yeah. Like, and hey, wardrobe changes, you know what I mean? Because you guys run a bunch of intros. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. but uh, yeah. 
It's a lot. I just want people to, to respect how difficult that is, what you had to do. Like, yeah. all of us had a tough job, but yours was, like, three times tougher. Yeah, it was It was a lot, man, but, you know, whatever. Yeah. You, think <laughs> you nailed it, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You think other people see this battle, they're going to respect the wave more now? Uh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Think yeah, so? yeah. I think so. If they, I don't care. But, <laughs> but I'm like, but I think that I think they should. I always talk to Willie and Jeremiah about that shit. I always be like, I was like, it's so good that it's so good that I battle. I'm kind of battling for us, right? You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like, uh, you know, to show that like we ain't gang, just gang gang. Yeah, that we ain't just like you know no fucking idiots. We are, but you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. we're all like talented comedians and yeah. shit. Like yeah. Where do you think the wave hate came from, like, comes from? Because, uh, because like the um, idiots, idiots and clowning, the mm. art of clowning and all that—that's what it really is, right? And it, and it, but there's no wave hate on a live show though. That's mm-mm. not even possible, right? Like mm-mm. no one's ever been to a live like, show. Sit y'all asses down. It's Man, never. Nobody says that. That's that's impossible. Niggas like throw me that football. Like, <laughs> mm-hmm. but uh, yeah, I think it. it I, yeah, I always talk to Jeremiah and Willie about that. I was at the, like, yeah, man. I was at like, and it and it gives it gives the wave like so much more like legitimacy. Absolutely. To like, yeah. So I, I mean, and if they don't fuck them, she's one of the only people on earth that can match it. Cause I I battled you, mm-hmm. and I could never match your energy. Yeah, so yeah. I'm like, I just have to write super hard and hope that the balance is good. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. But uh, she's one of the only people. I felt like she elevated you to another level. Yeah, bro. Like she, uh, she, she brought um, she brought more hood out of me too. Yeah, like she brought like more hood out of me too. <laughs> Like, 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 when I battle, nigga, yeah. yeah. When I battle, like, you guys and shit like that, I'm, it, it is more of a, I, I think kind of, I think I kind of like try to match everybody's energy too, Word. whatever, but just try to, whatever. But her was like, it, it was like a dog fight. Yeah. I've I never been like a dog fight and shit. Like, no, even, it's, even it's like, usually a sillier energy. Yeah, yeah, from yeah. You. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was, was like an aggressive Jamar, wasn't it, uh, bro? I'm telling you, it felt like yeah, I, I felt like I was below the ten in Los Angeles. <laughs> but but that that's why it's great because Jamar. Usually, if a man is aggressive towards a woman in a roast battle, it, it's awkward. But Yamanika can hold her own so much. Yeah, yeah, like yeah, yeah. nobody was like, oh, I feel bad for Yamanika. Yeah, 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 you know? yeah, 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 yeah. She yeah, because yeah, Jamar's jokes was was crafted in a way. That you still had love for him and Jamal and Yamanika. Like it wasn't like you felt bad. It was just it was just smart, crafted jokes. They uh-huh. Had a lot of love in what you were saying. I felt like both yeah. of y'all, yeah, yeah. Because it was like bitch, and then she was like nigga, and, yeah. and y'all was like it felt it, it felt there was some love in there. She was going, yeah, yeah I, she was going, she was going. She was gonna. We was gonna be like that anyway. I just, I just. There was no way that we were gonna have a. Now it's your turn. Right. Now it's your turn. It was like, I just felt it. Like. And here's the battle between Keith Carey and Jamar Neighbors. You can catch Keith on his digital exclusive battle versus Conor McSpadden, where he's got nothing on but that fat. Five jokes. Who wants the first? Perfect. Keith. Jamar. Yeah. Before I even tell a joke, how have we not acknowledged that, of course, the black guy brought wings on stage? <laughs> Seriously, if Martin Luther King Jr. had a dream, Jamar was his Freddy Krueger. <laughs> Hell no. You're up, buddy. All right. <laughs> All right, man. Nice of you to leave your iceberg to be with us here this evening. <laughs> Shout out to Global Warming. Um, 
Keith, uh, you got cut out of season one, beat season two. I don't know how you keep choking. You ain't got a fucking neck. <laughs> Willie sneaking into the Carmichael show an hour late. <laughs> you guys may have seen Jamar on At Midnight, but it's actually impossible to see Jamar at midnight. of you to leave the 100 acre woods to be with us here this evening <laughs> shout out to christopher robbins uh <laughs> hmm. <laughs> all right keith i heard you like fucking underage girls kids would like you because your body looked like a bounce house Jamar was molested as a child, so at least we know his stomach isn't the only part of his body that's ripped. They, they would have tried to molest him, but they couldn't find his dick. Now look, I, um... Keith watched his mother get a train ran on her. It's his fault, though. After birth, he don't want to let the pussy looking like a terminal. <laughs> God damn! <laughs> Jamar has the face of the cartoon Little Bill and the energy of regular-sized Bill. Ah, <laughs> oh, fuck! <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Oh, man. Shut up, fake Jamar. <laughs> oh, no. Keith's so fat, he has type 2 diabetes. No, excuse me. So fat, he has two types of diabetes. seriousness, you guys, I look like shit. Jamar has always been in great shape. At 10 years old, he already had a huge dick. Unfortunately, it was in his butt. <laughs> Keith. Keith. You're actually a lot like my refrigerator growing up. Big, white, and dirty. The only difference is my refrigerator hasn't had a dick in its butt. I shouldn't have said that because you just said a dick yeah, in Yeah, my... <laughs> It doesn't, I don't think it gets better than that. I don't think it gets better than that. And we're back with Robin Tran, fresh off her battle versus Alex Young. Robin, how you feel post-battle? Oh, I feel amazing, man. There was a time in my life. Um, I don't know. I'm kind of still in shock that it actually happened. Still trying to process? Yeah, I was actually in shock while I was on stage. <laughs> like for half, for half, the first half of the battle. I was like, I was so excited to be there that I was like, I almost forgot how to talk or tell my jokes. Really? Yeah. So it wasn't until like the third joke where I'm like, okay, you need to be in the moment. You need to be in the room. Yeah. But, um, cause I'm such a big fan of the show. So being a fan of the show and then being on it is like surreal, you know? It'd be like being a wrestler for the first time at WWE and WrestleMania. Right. Yeah. 
Like Ronda Rousey, yeah. <laughs> I'm I'm the Ronda Rousey. <laughs> no, I'm not. <laughs> no, no, we, we can give you that. No, you don't want to be her. <laughs> yeah, she gets knocked out a yeah. lot lately. She's a bully. You have you have a much better spirit than that. That's what oh, I'm saying. Oh, She's a bully. You. All right. Let's not get into Ronda Rousey chat. <laughs> I'm just saying. Yeah. But you've been um, on TV before on the Roast Battle. You battled Pat, actually. I did. Uh, in the Road to Roast Battle Season 2. I remember that, man. And that was the day that our president <laughs> got elected. <laughs> and it was a little tough. Yeah, I uh, I almost I lost my mind. Yeah. I literally lost my. I think I posted <laughs> I posted like three hundred statuses in like two like two or three days. Yeah, I had to I had to like block your post. <laughs> oh yeah, I know. I don't blame you. Like we're I, still friends, but I was like, come on, man. Yeah, I know. It was I, I was in a really bad place. I I called the suicide hotline and everything. Really? It was, yeah, it was bad. And then the You're guy on, the guy on the suicide hotline was actually really bummed out too. Was it? So, you know, I had to, <laughs> Really, so I was in a really bad place last year. <laughs> so was he. I guess. <laughs> and it was it was super awkward for me because uh, as Robin, you voted I, for Trump. No, <laughs> no, no. As as Robin's friend, I I felt terrible for her. But she's talking about like in the midst of all this stuff, she's like, "I'm not doing the battle. Fuck the battle." And I'm like. Hey, if you're gonna kill yourself, could you wait until after I get my first TV credit? Like, I need this. It was a, like a weird tightrope to walk. No, but then I messaged him. I said, "You should be as brutal as you want. I don't care." You know. At that point, yeah, you didn't yeah. care what happened. Yeah, yeah. Like, I also, oh, I also, nuclear bomb of the country. I also, I also was like, it's not fair to be to play that card. Like, I'm so distraught. Don't go go easy on me. You know, I'd rather not do the show if that's the case. Right. I don't like it when people go easy on me. Yeah. So yeah, I don't think anyone's done easy on you. No, I don't think so. So compare this season, uh, what you got to do, the whole build up leading up to it and everything, versus season two when we battled. I think there was a lot more pressure on season two, that you know got to advance to get to the different oh. stage and everything. Yeah, the tournament, oh. the tournament. You know? So yeah. that that was a different stress, like mentally. Um, but then, you know. It's season three, you know, you're going to perform on that stage. It's a, another different kind of stress, which is like, this is the most amount of people I'm ever going to perform in front of. So I was dry heaving a lot leading <laughs> leading up to it. Like, like you know, um, like I, I can't believe, like I'm usually in bed a lot, you mm-hmm. know, just kind of thinking about stuff. And I'm like, how am I going to get to this bed, to that stage? So that always kind of stresses me out. Right. Um, but yeah, no, I, I again, it was just surreal, I think. It, it, like, they take you around the back, mm-hmm. like the, the secret doors right. before you go on stage. <laughs> it's like, what? Oh my god! I'm like, I'm in the industry now. Yeah, yeah. You know oh. what I mean? You get that feeling. You're in. Like, oh my! I can't believe I'm actually in. Yeah, the lights, studio audience. You know what I mean? Raving fans. Yeah, banging on on rafters behind you. And you, you're doing these these promo shots and like the face to face and all this stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, man, it was just surreal. The whole thing. That yeah. moment where you're standing behind the door and all of a sudden it just opens and there's fog and smoke yeah. and all that crazy shit. It's wild. And then everyone's just screaming for you, you know? And there's all, there's a lot of pressure because you don't want like, Oh yeah. And you tell your first joke and it's like, Oh, you know, we shouldn't have been cheering at all. <laughs> this is a, we were wrong. No, but you belong. I mean, you know, it, it's a it's an arduous process to uh, to pick, you know, the best battlers. So I mean, you know, I think you should hold solace in being one of the top battlers in this sport. Oh, thank you. Yeah, I, I mean, it's, it's just real. But I'm saying, yeah, I, I, that should be a thing that should calm you. Like, I should be here. They should be screaming for me, and I have to dominate my opponent. Yeah, yeah. You you had a um, a, a pretty unique comeback after the Trump situation. He like I feel like he bodied you for a minute for some reason. He rose battled you from the Oval Office and you wasn't doing <laughs> shit for a while. But you came back and I and I maybe three, 
four of the last battles you had were probably some of the most impressive battles we ever seen in the belly room and then yeah. you just peaked on this show so yeah. what what happened there like what was that process the well, hangover the hangover stuff why well, <laughs> <laughs> oh I mean do you really want me to get into how I went crazy and everything no yeah, no, no, no. Get into all of it. <laughs> now, I mean the process from after we went crazy to like hey I'm coming back to battle because for a while you didn't battle yeah, right. no, that was because I, I went Because you were yeah. crazy. So what got you back into the battle and feeling good about it? Um, just a lot of medication. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. Shut up, Big Farm. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that, that's that's the quickest answer. Oh, and yeah. then I, I missed battling. That was the first thing I wanted to do when I got better. was oh. like, I need to I need to battle again. Because like that, that's going to show that um, um, I'm better now. Okay. Oh. I think th- there was a vindication I needed. Because, I mean, I liked... A couple of my yotes I did with Pat last year, I really enjoyed those, you know, but I was in such a bad frame of mind mm-hmm. that I'm like, it's been 13 months. That's how long it took me. And I, I mean, if I if I come back and I'm in a good place, that means that it's all really behind me now. Yeah, and well, that, you proved that. The, Hold on, it took you 13 months from the Pat battle to your first belly room battle? Back, yeah. Hey, it took us that long to get back on Comedy it's like, Central? It's like, she, it's like she ruptured in the kitchen. It took longer than that. Uh, it took, no, it was a year and a, a year and eight months. Ago. A rehab, baby. We got to talk to Joel about that, man. What's going yeah. on? That we got to start Jordy. Season four tomorrow. <laughs> what are we waiting for? Oh, I didn't know it was that long. You got to get ratings, fellas. Sorry and, about that. <laughs> correct me if I'm wrong, but your first battle back was against Alex. Yeah. Oh, what? See that? Yeah, yeah, that's one thing that I found interesting because you guys had a good battle yeah. in the belly room. Yeah, it, was it wasn't. No, no, no. I don't think that it was. It, okay. Correct me if I'm wrong. What, what would you rate it? Like one to um, ten? It was like a. It was I like thought a, it was like a six, six or seven. Six and a half. Seven. I thought it was pretty good. But, but my my frame of mind, I would say that's the most fun I've ever had on stage. Okay. Okay. Beca- because it was just like my my return to the belly room. Okay. Right. Um, and so like I just wanted to be like in a good place. That was my whole goal was just okay. to show up and do well. It felt like you were back. I'll say that. Yeah. I remember that battle because it it was it was the elevation of uh of uh, the ascension I guess of Alex Young. Yep. You know what I mean. And then you're like, oh my god, Robin's back too. So it was it was a good showing for both of you. Yeah. It was great, but then they took that and just really topped it on television. Yeah. Like, the the first battle was good, but this one was, like, otherworldly. This was next level. Okay. And if you haven't seen this uh, battle between Alex and Robin, you're an idiot, and you need to see it. It's amazing. So to entice you, give you a little taste, here's a clip. All right. The battle of the Rasians Asians. Tell them the rules, Moses. Yes. All right. Here are the rules. Original material only in English. No physical... <laughs> No physical contact, and your delivery must be 30 minutes or less. I'm kidding. Uh, (laughs) And after every battle, we hug. We bow. Who wants to go first? All right. Ho Chi Minh. Ho Chi Woman. Let's roast. Alex quit med school to pursue stand-up comedy. He's the only Asian to disappoint his parents more than I did. You're right, Robin. I did drop out because a lot like you, I can't handle periods. Robin's the only comedian that'll ride your coattails and have them clean by 3 p.m. has such small eyes and big teeth that if you drew a picture of him you would be considered a hate crime (laughs) 
you agreed about Alex again? You know, you'd already done it before. Like, what excited you to, to write more jokes about him and, and do this on television? Or even, you know, you guys were told the digital battle at first. I just wanted to see if I can write even more about him. Like, it was a new challenge. Any new challenge, I say yes to everything now. Um, and he's he's getting better every time. Too, Absolutely. Yeah. Right? So it was like, oh, all right, I remember my, my jokes last time. I'm like, it was more of me having fun. But this time I, I had, like, I'm, I'm, I'm here to have fun and I'm here to win. You know, I had, I had a different mindset. Um, so that's why I agreed with him. Yeah. What was your favorite joke you told about him? Um, I kind of like it's hard. It's hard to say and remember. You know. So it was. Um, I said uh, Alex has such small eyes and big teeth that if you drew his portrait, it would be considered a hate crime. <laughs> <laughs> it took me a long time to write that joke because yeah. I had the concept ready for two weeks. Mm -hmm. You know, like his eyes are big and his teeth are small, so his face is racist. But how do you right. say that to make right. it funny? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, because if you just call it racist, it's not like really a joke. Mm -hmm. No, you know, it was like an old racist cartoon, right? Yeah, an old racist cartoon, yeah. Railroad. Old racist railroad cartoon. Yeah. yeah I'm remembering. Uh, so how does the battling and how does that contribute to where you're at mentally? Do you think it helps, plays a role, or, or just it doesn't matter? It definitely helps. Like, it's very empowering to be able to, you know, step on that stage and um, to simultaneously be able to say horrible things and have people <laughs> laugh at them. And also to have people treat me like a human being. And I mean that in the... We can make fun of you. We're not. We're not. We're not, we're not scared to make fun of you because, yeah. like, I I realize, like, in comedy groups, like, you know how everyone busts balls and everything, right. and yeah. they they used to before my transition. They really don't they anymore. No more balls. That's why. Yeah. <laughs> 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 but it's just like they're they go easy on me now, and I don't like that. And yeah. I like that you're going to roast battle. It's like I get treated the way that I used to get treated that way with my friends and I when get we were the, kids. the disrespect I deserve. Everybody. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah. No, but if you tune in, you got, you know, Robin getting roasted and, and Joe Urell with cerebral palsy getting roasted. And oh, yeah. Jamar's calling Yamanika a bitch 30 or 40 times. She's like, calling him a nigga 80 times. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> like, everybody is on the same playing field. Like, we're all just, we're all just comics. And that's which what the show's like, about. Beautiful. And, you know, nobody's off limits. You know, everybody can get it. Yeah, I, I don't feel like those are hurtful things for some reason. I don't know why. I don't feel like a roast joke is a hurtful thing. Well, there's a lot. Of, well, I think the number one thing is there's consent. You know, right. everyone's agreeing to it. Yeah. Um, I think that's why, like, if you make a joke about someone who's not in the roast battle, some people would say that's off limits. You know, oh, right. Eli went after your wife. Like I've heard that. a couple things about that. My, I think my wife would would love to uh, to talk to you about that. She, I, I she agrees. Think, I think if I if I can go back in time, I wouldn't have done those jokes. Oh, against me? Yeah. Nah. No, I I just mean like I have this like this rule in my head now like. It is true. Like, well, she's not even involved. She's not a comedian. She didn't agree to this. That's the right. number one thing is that you have to agree to to have shit thrown at you. Right. And if you're not ready for it, then what would you do? You're bullying somebody who's not there, you know? Love mm. that you said that. Yeah. That's a, pre that's a pretty well put. Yeah. Don't get bougie and don't come back to the belly room either. Hey, don't pull a Frank Castillo. Oh, Jesus. I didn't say no I'm names. saying nerd. I didn't say no names. Yeah, man. I didn't say no names. <laughs> I, I just want to say this has been maybe like the best few days of my life. Oh, that's great. It's just like, it's an honor to be a part of this thing that I've always been a fan of since, I mean, I've been watching Rose since like 97, you know, on Comedy Central when the first mm. Drew Carey thing happened. Oh, my gosh, right. Yeah. And it was the funniest thing I ever saw. And ever since that day, like I've been, I've wanted to do this. Wow. So it's like a dream come true. I mean, you earned it. I mean, like, honestly, it's an honor for us to, to have you. So thank you for being a part of the sport and making it better and elevating it. Thank it's you good. so much. So I'm curious, when you were watching in 97, were you Robert or Robin? I was Robert. 
Wow. Did, did you think that you were going to be on stage roasting in a different sex at that time? <laughs> no. <laughs> I mean, that what would a, be... What a weird vision to have. I just trying to go there. In 97. <laughs> I didn't know where she... I was just Like, saying. where do you see yourself at 20 years? Oh, I don't know. A different gender. I'm going to be... On be. stage at the Fonda Theater. I'm just guessing. All right, here's an old school battle between Robin Tran and Keith Carey. You can catch Keith on his digital exclusive battle versus Conor McSpadden. Naked. It's one round, it's five jokes. Who wants to go first? Oh, oh shit, all right. Yo, Robin, Keith, let's just do it. Let's roast! Look, I know every Asian comic does an impression of their mother on stage, but I feel like Robin is taking it too far. Keith has always been in terrible shape. The only time he was ever cut was from Comedy Central's Road to Roast Battle. It's very true. Thank you, Jeff. Uh... <laughs> no, that... You guys, that's true. I... Hang on, hang on. I am very fat, but look at Robin's fucking cheeks. At least when she chops her nuts off, she'll have somewhere to store them for the winter. Quincy Jones because she wanted to go out with a comic who would outlive you. First of all, first, first of all, good for her and Quincy. I didn't know the Make-A-Wish program covered my sloppy seconds. Uh, Second of all, speaking of my ex-girlfriend, when you first came out, you got most of your clothes from her, meaning the funniest material you have ever had was dry cleaning my cum off that dress. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, Keith, you're always patting yourself on the back, and while you're there, can you please wash it? <laughs> all right. <laughs> Robin transitioned and became a feminist blogger, because if anybody understands the plight of the modern woman, it's somebody who's been one for like six months. <laughs> Uh, Keith Keith once broke his entire closet door frame when he tried to hang himself. Keith, you are literally a fat failure in a broken home who should have stayed in the closet. <laughs> say transgendered rights are a slippery slope, but with Robin's greasy Asian face, she is literally a slippery slope. <laughs> On 9-11, Keith missed a flight that crashed into the World Trade Center, which means that he is personally responsible for killing the two people who took his seat.
friends, this is Jeff Ross, the Roast Master General. Thank you so much for listening to the Roast Battle Podcast. Go back to internet porn. It's a good show.